Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. It's been a while. Survivor is back. What do you want from me? Is that what he said? What do you want from me? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're back. Survivor's back. Um, the Merge Booth Podcast is back. And it's me and Cody. Joel is my name. We already... I got to stop introducing myself at the top of the show because we do it in the We should just song. do away with the theme song. <laughs> yeah, no, no. The theme song's good. That's staying. That's the only thing staying. We're dr- me and you, we're leaving. This... It, Nice. It's a good way to start a show. Survivor! Oh my god, we are so excited. Survivor Season 41 is upon us. We just watched the two-hour premiere of Survivor Season 41 for the first time in a year and a half. Of Survivor, in general, for the first time in a year and a half. Holy moly. Were you worried at any point, before we introduce our guests here, were you worried, Joel, mm-hmm. at any point, mm-hmm. that we were going to get so excited that the TV exploded? I thought that I was going to explode. I thought that you were going to explode. I was. I trusted your electricity. I trusted the the retailer that you bought your TV from that it wouldn't explode by a by our own. I would be more worried that we were going to explode from our excitement. I've never heard of a TV exploding from someone else's excitement. So. Oh yeah. Well, you haven't watched Survivor after it's been gone for over a year. I just did tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. Yeah, and the TV did not explode. So I won't be worried in the future if there's ever a COVID again. You know who else just watched Survivor? Our two guests. Yeah. Yeah, so um, we'll do the, 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 the introduction that needs no introduction. Chris George, who's been with us for most of the year. So Honestly, you. it feels like I've been here for longer than that. Just waiting to be introduced. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, something that sets um, this recording apart from other recordings is that we're doing it in person. Which is That's exciting. true. And also... It's time to bring in a little love. Yes, my loved ones visit. <laughs> we have my uh, my girlfriend here, Mimi. Hello. Mimi, we haven't had you on since Danny Boatwright was voted out. Yeah, I was very sad that day. Yeah. You a big Danny fan? I don't remember, actually, at all. But uh, <laughs> I think I was sad that day. <laughs> yeah, well... Just because of Joel? No, I was feeling it. I don't know. I think I like Danny. That was episode two, maybe? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Well, <laughs> we had two vote outs tonight. Mimi, I know how your year has been, but let the listeners know. I didn't watch a lot of Survivor. I'm really sorry. Whoa. I don't think I actually, I don't know that I watched any Survivor. You watched the um, uh, the the Zeke and Varner Tribal Council with me. When we Which one was that? The the very controversial. Oh one. yeah, oh yeah. Joel, why do you why have did to we, why immediately did we watch bring that? these things up? Because you were just in the room, and I was we, I was doing the rewatch for our game. Oh yes. podcast. Well, that was I mean that was a powerful moment with uh, Zeke. Well, not for Zeke as much, but Jeff Probst handled it. Uh, you know, he's and he's woke Probst now, and uh, we had even more of that tonight. Yeah, woke Probst is is is, is around, and, and hey, whatever, good for him. Right, we're not we're not Russell people who are listening. We're we're not Russell Hans tweeting a tweeting a gif of the the Titanic uh, sinking because uh, uh, Jeff Probst dropped the guys from Come On In, guys. <laughs> He's so mad. 
And thank God, Joel, thank God you were on Twitter to update us throughout all of Russell's tweets tonight. (laughs) Well, we got to know from the ultimate survivor himself. (laughs) That that is true. Uh, Did he have anything to say about Brad Reese being an unoriginal nerd? He's like, Brad Reese didn't stand up for guys. (laughs) Screw him. I'm can done you, with the show. Can you imagine someone stood up for it and started arguing? They had a Brad Reese perks up. I, I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> My father. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, where do we start? Do we start at the end? Yeah, we start at the end, work so, our way back to the start. So we got two vote outs tonight. We thought it was going to be a classic Sugar Kuiper situation from season 20 of Survivor, where we have two hours and one vote out. But we got two hours and two vote outs right at the end, which gave us, there was some, the, the episode was light on its feet, you know? The, we, we got to know the cast quite a bit. Um, and uh, so it was like one voting cycle in two hours, and then two tribal councils at the end. And uh, I think we got one. Not a surprise with Abraham being voted out, and then kind of a surprise with Sarah about being voted out because we were getting big. Uh, I'd say a big surprise. I think it was a pretty big yeah. surprise. Yeah, I I think she was uh, third on my most likely, especially at that tribal council. I thought JD was going first for sure, and then I thought the switch up. Uh, my boy Brad Reese. The title of my fantasy team is the Brad Reese Boys. Mm-hmm. I've really doubled down on Brad Reese. So I think for the for the first time since we've been doing our fantasy. Nobody on my team went home in the first episode. Well, I will say for the people that voted, we're not going to make it too much about the fantasy, but uh, for the people that <laughs> voted, that, that listened to our fantasy draft, um, the person that technically went home first night was Abraham, and he was the, one of the one people that didn't get That's picked. True. So nobody really got the first boot. Exactly. Yeah. It was pretty uh, brilliant of all of us. It really shows how we're growing as uh, survivor minds. Yes. And and Abraham was in between it was Ab- in between Abraham and Tiffany it seemed and Tiffany is the other person that didn't get picked. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think that Abraham was a sure thing going into that tribal. I thought it could uh, It was either him or yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh on Or Voce. I, yeah. She it was said out there that well, Voce, it's 50-50. Yeah, but I will say, I think the swing votes in that in that tribal council were Voce and Evie. Mm-hmm. It seemed like Xander went with them once he realized the what what way the ship was turning, but yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I got the impression, especially um, with some of Evie's uh, confessionals early on, that Xander's like in with them. Xander goes with the flow. Yeah, he does yeah. whatever the Xander, older people are telling him to do. He's a, he's a surfer. I don't know if he's actually a surfer. Looks like one though. Do you think because we we had this moment where one person from every tribe goes to uh, the island to get this advantage, mm-hmm. right? Do you think there's any chance that Danny, JD, and Xander all make it to get to each other in this game? I got it. I'm not feeling great about JD. <laughs> no, I mean, well, but I think he's annoying enough to stick around. I think people, you know, people keep around the most annoying people. Yeah, and he's purpose. made it through this first vote. I thought he was a goner, but since he's made it through and he's gotten so much, so many confessionals. Yeah, you, I, you never know. I think that the first vote's got to be the hardest for a person like that. And with um, with Shan being uh, such a power player on that tribe, seems and, like it, yeah. and seemingly having his back, it seems. There was one moment the the, the whispering at tribal council was b- 
better. I'm not the biggest fan of whispering a tribal council, but the the, the, the well, JD didn't just for you. Yeah, the sub- he there basically was, shouted. But there were the subtitles, right? So we we were way more subtitles than we usually get. What were you gonna say? No, no. Yeah, I, that there were some. Yeah, there were some, way more than usual. And but it was confusing from based on what we saw in the whispering. It seemed like, oh yeah, Brad's probably gonna go home. But well, then, well, but the then, be- the best part was that Sarah at one point went up to them and she was like, oh, do you guys need a minute? And they're like, yeah, 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 go back for a second. It was yeah. Shan and JD and, and Sarah was like, oh, can I? Can, oh no, you guys have a minute. Don't worry, I'll, I'll sit back down. And then. And Poor it, Sarah. She should have just stuck around and forced herself into that conversation. I think, yeah, she put a bit too much trust in Shan. I think that's her fatal flaw. She she uh, sat down when she shouldn't have, and she didn't play her um, dice when Shan told and her not to. Joel, you might not know this, but uh, Shan is half Jamaican, half Italian, so she has no problem slitting people's throats and stabbing them in the back. And she was singing a little song at one point. One of the biggest pops of the episode, for sure. From Toronto. Yeah, we talked a lot of shit about Shan going into this. That We did? Yeah, because her thing said comedian on it. Oh, right, At one point in time i think that it, I, it, it, yeah that was just the leaked survivor thing it's just pastor now and never it doesn't say comedian next week. i know but we talked it doesn't take back that we talked a lot of shit okay and yeah no i mean she was funny so yeah she's one of the funniest comedians she's my biggest influence <laughs> well i mean she's not maybe not as good as your favorite uh comedian on the uh one on world survivor yeah, yeah. on one world what the hell was that guy's name? Bill Posley. Bill, Bill, Bill Pos- Posley. Mr. Yes. Posley himself. Yeah, the grinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can- met him on Grinder? No, he's just a, he's a Jewel, pepper grinder. If you get on Survivor, mm-hmm. you can start touring with Shan and Bill Posley. Yeah, we do the Survivor comedy tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be like be <laughs> the new and improved blue collar comedy tour. Yeah, the Survivor collar. <laughs> no collar. No collar. Yeah. So, but there was a moment, and I don't know what actually happened in this moment. It was a whisper moment between JD and and Shan, um, where JD says, "What do you want to do, Brad or um, Sarah?" And Shan just takes a moment where, like, reading from her face, it looked like she would just didn't know. She didn't have a decision. Maybe she was making a, an intense decision or something. But it seemed like it honestly seemed like uh, Hannah at the steps, like not knowing what to write down and you know what I mean? Like I wasn't sure if that was that or her making like a, it seemed like indecisive to a fault, but maybe I'm, I'm being very nitpicky right now. I don't know. I think that was her wanting to vote Brad out, but knowing that JD wouldn't go for it. Right. Also JD sat down like with hands in his face, looking very distressed, which made me think that it was that they were going to vote Brad because he had expressed a lot of, uh, you know, not wanting to vote up Brad. And he looked, he looked very upset, and Chan looked very upset, which made me think Brad. They might have gone backward. They might, well, there might be more whispering that we didn't see as well, because Ricard also voted for Sarah, and it seemed like Ricard was going to vote for Brad. What I'm pretty sure happened was Brad Reese stood up, gave an impassioned speech about how he worked on a ranch, and w- working as a team would only bring them together, and everyone was so moved that they kept him around. Brad was getting kind of a the the last minute vote edit. He's too. oh he's horrible. He's, he's so bad. I was gonna say Brad is pretty psycho. <laughs> he's the worst. Brad is fully one of the weirdest people. I don't know. He's definitely. I can't believe I picked him on my fantasy team. Well, I know he, we're not talking he's about. He's given it, me. He's giving me Keith Nail vibes. No, he's not. No, he's not. Keith well, Nail. Yeah, vibes. I mean, oh, in the in the sense that they're both bad players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
He's well, giving me he thinks he's Ethan vibes with the curly hair and the long face mm-hmm. and the nice I'm a nice guy who tells the truth. Yeah, you're on the chopping block, but he doesn't. Yeah, where I don't does think he, he has anything else going curly on. Curly hair. <laughs> yeah, they nailed it when they said he's playing like an old school player. That was like they. Oh they well, yeah. When he turns to to Sarah and Shan, I keep wanting to call her Chantel because that's what she is in mm-hmm. her other stuff. But so Shan turns to um, that's uh, fucking Brad turns to it. Yeah, I'm, it was I'm a good moment. It. I'm losing. It was it. a good moment. We need to explain what happened. We need. I need to get through this sentence. Sorry, she says to. To, uh, he, Brad says to all of them, it's either Sarah or Shan in front of Sarah and Shan. That was like a, a, a cast moment. Chaos Cast does that in front of Jatia. That's what I said. I said Chaos Cast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he could be a Chaos Cast. <laughs> He's gonna but he be. Do, I don't think it's nearly as... Str- I mean, I don't know that Cast was that strategic, but uh, no. Brad is definitely, I think, a, f- a few notches down from, from probably, whatever Cass was doing. Yeah, he's probably not as antagonistic as Cass. Here's the thing I want to point out from that tribal council, though, uh, that might have uh, slipped past the naked eye, but it was how Ricard handled that tri- tribal council, because you might think the vote not going his way uh, might be a huge detriment to him. But when he did get up to say um, Brad instead, I think he picked up on Shan and uh, JD being close together because he went to Shan and JD and that's it to say Brad Reese instead. So he tried to save Sarah, but he aligned himself with the two people that were the most outspoken in that tribal council too. So even though he wanted out JD, he went to him to kind of, like, bring that trust in, it seemed. So I feel like he could have been on the outs in that tribal council based off of who he was saying he was Ricard? voting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, he did. who voted for Ricard? Jeannie Machini. Jeannie Machini. Jeannie? What's, yeah, what game is Jeannie playing? She's, she's, she's I like may, Jeannie. She's like... maybe the Keith Nail. <laughs> <laughs> Jeannie's, uh, Jeannie's doing fine. No one's talked to her. That's the only thing. But no one's wanting to vote her out. <laughs> but yeah, Yet. I, I think that Ricard had himself in a position where he really put his neck on the line to try to get JD out, to try to get rid of Sarah. But I think he repositioned himself in a way um, that sets him up moving forward to being close to Shan and having that trust with JD too, just by going to JD in that moment. I have a feeling that this green tribe, are they Ua? I think they're going to be big characters. We got big confessions from, I think, all of them. All of them got, like, flashbacks and pictures from their past, where Abraham didn't get one of those. Heather didn't get one of those. There's a few, like, JD got a big montage. JD got one of the biggest montages. Like, JD got, like, a final three montage with, like, slow motion foot, like, walking. Mm -hmm. That was one of the most insane things I've ever seen. I mean, I haven't watched a lot of Survivor again. The most insane thing she's ever seen in her entire life. But for a first episode, for them to highlight one person like that, I was really hoping that they were doing that because he was going home in the first episode. I was like, oh, these little clever editors, Mm -hmm. these sly guys. But no, he's, he's still around. And I don't like it. (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I don't mind him if he's going to be like. I, I like. Um, I would have liked him as a first boot, but I like this kind of like very confident young guy who thinks he knows everything about the survive about Survivor, but everyone's talking shit about him behind his back. Yeah. That's, kind of a, that's a funny <laughs> dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like JD in this episode. Um, he was uh, definitely someone I was excited that he was staying in mm-hmm. because, like, as much as like Sarah popped more than I thought 
that she would. She killed it. She still didn't really pop, though. It was it was kind of heartbreaking to see her go because she know, was really because compelling. her grandma died. Yeah, her her grandma did die of COVID. But then they trumped. And that's it what makes by, it sad. They immediately went mm. above that though with Brad, right? Like that his dad had died la- like, six days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, followed it immediately with that, and they're like, "Oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah." My dad like died like an hour ago, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here. He's like literally grieving right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 and he was um, begging to stay in. Oh, is that right? Well, yeah, the look he gave to JD in that moment. Oh, oh, I see. I thought, I thought maybe like what look? Well, he was be- he didn't do anything. What begging? Like, <laughs> no, he's like I thought we're good, right? We're good. We're I'm good. good. Is, is the Brad Reese challenge going to be a new thing? <laughs> this is a visual thing that I'm doing, everyone. Yeah, maybe <laughs> and, maybe do it again so that and your mic is low, so it's not really <laughs> picking up. <laughs> Just like uh, if the listeners can see my facial expression through my noises, there. Yeah, describe it exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like kind of shaking my head, and like my eyes are moving around, and your hair's gone all curly. He's yes. taking his shirt off. Yeah, yeah, and my, and I'm, I'm like. He's my my back is all straight. He's hitting a piece of bamboo in slow motion. He's milking a cow. This is funny because uh, Brad Reese got a lot of slow mo this episode, and not a lot of confessionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna have the. Sound I know you don't want to talk about fantasy, but I thought you were gonna have one of the biggest dud picks <laughs> of all time. Just had very uneventful Brad Reese elimination, like we got an uneventful Abraham elimination. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go to that tribal council. Yeah, it just sucks. Well, I think it's it's also feels that way because of like what what you were saying before is that the UA members and we kind of touched on this in our like kind of cast assessment the previous episode is that they are all such good characters and I feel like every single one of them has delivered so far even just in the first episode right like right. I feel mm-hmm. so attached mm-hmm. to everyone from UA and then I look at Yasa. Who am I interested in? Evie. I'm interested in Evie there. I'm interested in Xander a bit. Voce had a, had some Voce is the clown of the season. He's so good. He yeah. had a good start and then he just petered off. But I like Tiffany. Yeah. Oh, I no. I, I like that tribe. Did, They're good. Didn't Tiffany get a flashback? She Tiffany did. did. Yeah. Well, Tiffany. Yeah, she came right, but she only got the call 24 hours before that she was going to be on because right. she was an alternate that she wasn't going and. She's a teacher uh, and a mom, and she tells her kids to make their bed. <laughs> I think I, I think I got Tiffany and Jeannie mixed up five or so minutes ago. So people that were yelling at their headphones then make sure they they yelling know now. at their headphones. <laughs> hey, Joel, you motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do when I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't you hear me? You take out the, your earbuds and, and on the subway and hold them in front of your mouth yeah, and, and be just like, scream. "You idiot." Just scream. I have done it when I'm alone in the car and somebody says like something is American when it's actually Canadian. I just go, Canadian! <laughs> something like that, for example. Yeah. Um, it, okay, Evie, I think, was in the middle. She basically chose who went home tonight. I, that's what the edit gave us. We don't know what actually happened, but yeah. I think that's what's being sold to us right uh, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that it's um, kind of Evie's show over there. And they decided basically out of fear of like thinking that I think what I got anyways was that they realized they needed Abraham. But Evie's fear was that the men were going to take over and take them out one by one. Well, here's the thing. I think it's 
Sorry, it's good to have uh, Tiffany still around if they go back to tribal council because it's somebody everybody can agree on. But Abraham is somebody that is that clearly shows uh, a knack for trying to control the vote. Like he's going to be wanting to control the vote every time. It'll be harder going forward to, when it's like three versus two to um, uh, get everybody to, to turn on him. There was this moment of like at the. Uh, earlier on, when they first got there, where uh, they were kind of like, uh, fuck this guy, Abraham, or whatever. He wants to get her out. And then you just see, like, Abraham working alone, making the shelter. <laughs> it, it really felt like he was just doing it all by and himself. It does, it does happen sometimes, where it's just like they take out the guy that has helped the most. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it seemed in the uh, preview for next time, not to skip ahead to that, but they seemed, uh, they were saying, like, Nazir... They were letting them teach them everything and do everything before they get them out. Oh, interesting. I didn't, I didn't catch that in the next time on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I have a big problem with that because, for me, the biggest pop of the episode was Nazir. Was it? Oh, yeah. Explain. Well, I mean, we didn't get maybe as many confessionals out of Nazir this episode. Did we get one? We did. When he, when he caught uh, Danny. We and... got a couple. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. He yeah. caught Danny and Deshaun. So... Um, sorry, I just like to give context of what, what we're talking about. Um, so they, they, <laughs> please apologize for that. Um, so at the beginning, the tribes are, uh, the, 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 the yellow tribe and the blue tribe need to pick between counting triangles or filling up some, um, water, water. And both tribes pick water and Danny and Deshaun are looking for water. And I thought it was a huge mistake of them stopping to to um, look for water, stopping looking for water to look for an idol. And it was a big... I When Nazir pointed it out, too, I was like, this is a big risk because if they come back and they do happen to still finish, right, then they're still going to be heroes. I mean, I sort of thought it was a slam dunk for N- Nazir to have that in his back pocket. I think it was the wrong answer going right up to the girls saying, oh, uh, yeah, Heather w- needs to he be... He should have held on to it yeah. and then blackmailed somebody. Just yeah, in exactly. Case. Oh, I disagree completely. If you're in a series, you see them looking for idols, they should be doing water, and then they can get back to it. I 100% you tell you tell the girls. Right yeah, but away? Then as soon as yeah, they came back, we're bond. like, yeah, we fucking got the water done. What are you yeah, talking and about? Then, then and then, si- they, and then he, everyone was like, yeah, and the series is a freaking snitch. Like, everyone's yeah. strategizing over here, and I don't know. I, 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 it made you feel bad for the two guys who just had to work the whole time yeah, instead maybe, of bonding. I think he take, like, in the instead thing, instead of doing it as a group, you take them to the side after and be like, guess what I saw? I know they got the water. It's cool, but they were looking for idols. I mean, what if? But it, it just to to show to like put the distrust on Danny and Deshaun instead of being like, let's lead the vote. One of them's got to go. I feel like I feel like Sydney. I feel like Sydney. Sydney for me is is one of the the low key major players over at Luvu right now because it was her who went who seemed to instigate the telling the guys right. Like I feel like Sydney really. W- really wants to she she says in her bio that she's all like athletic and and is an athlete so i think she and danny kind of connect on that level and so i think she really wants to be working with danny and with danny's hiding that though yeah but no he says he runs a football camp and he said like he he's his story was that he stopped football in, in college he's running the ua football program like a university yeah that's Pretty, like, yeah, that's still pretty big. Still pretty big. <laughs> Ua. Yeah, the Ua. He's on. He's yeah. he already he revealed. He's on the other tribe. <laughs> um, um, but the Nazir pop. 
Nasir, Nasir popped, but uh, Sydney in the opening questions. That's what I'm talking about. Though oh, that yeah. was the big pop. He seemed like the sweetest man ever. He had this wonder about him, this joy when he's answering these questions, saying that he learned English through Survivor. Also, right. a huge mistake. He's now put himself in the Christian role. Everyone's like, "Oh man, he's going to be the best character on the season. Got to get him out so I can get some airtime." No, no, no. He was watching Survivor for the joy for learning English. And yeah, it's a great story. It's the best to, story. To strategy there. It's like me. I just watch the challenges. I don't know anything about the strategy myself. <laughs> okay, and you're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been pretty clear by the sorts of comments that you make. I was kind of worried that we were going to... We only got one challenge tonight, and I was kind of worried it was going to end up being that pork challenge. Why? <laughs> Were you worried? They're not giving them food this year. Obviously, they're not going to give them the pork challenge. First, right off the yeah, bat. Sorry, you thought the first immunity challenge would yeah. be the piranha challenge. Yeah. You were how sure of you? How sure of this were you? I was shaking in my chair the whole time. Mimi, you know about the pork challenge? I don't. I was hoping for someone to illuminate me. So they have a big... Uh, each Enlighten tri- me. Each tribe has a big, fat uh, um, leg of pork or something. And they have to, they're all their hands are tied behind their back and they have to carry the pork in their mouths. And whoever has the most uh, pork in their, their basket wins. Like a little they, feeding frenzy. They but they can't, so if they eat it, they're not transporting it yeah, where it needs yeah, to go? Yeah, they put it in a basket. But do they eat it? Then they get the pork at the end, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that spit in their mouths? Yeah, yeah, when it was a reward challenge, this bucket of spit and meat. That's what, what year was this? It, it actually, it was in 2019. It's actually how uh, the, the Delta variant was started. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was in... When was it? I, uh, it was Aussie? in, the, it was in uh, Amazon. Yeah. And then it was in uh, Cook Islands. And then it was in uh, South Pacific. But when, when was the most recent one? What number? South Pacific. What, 20, uh, 23. 23. So a long time. But yeah, Jeff but prepped us for it to be back ago. because he said that everyone here is tested. Everyone here is healthy. So that's why you were... Th- that's why you I really was thought. like, oh my God, he's going to have these people during COVID times all biting into pork. You can only imagine what Russell's statement on this would have been. <laughs> Russell would have loved it. Yeah, you might have been all on board. Oh, he's like, I'm back. I don't care. I don't care about the guys thing anymore. I like the pork. <laughs> I think that's a closer Tiffany than it is Russell. <laughs> hey, I'm, my Russell's good. <laughs> oh, Joe, good Russell. Hey, this is the Titanic. This podcast is the Titanic. If you start going after my uh, uh, Russell Hans impression, that's the the, the the tip of the iceberg right there. The <laughs> listeners are not going to like that. Chris. I, bet, I bet they won't. <laughs> man, oh man, what a, what an episode though! Um, how how did everyone feel just seeing Jeff on that boat and having that first challenge come of trying to find all of the paddles? What was the feeling in this moment? He's sexy. Whoa. Jeff Probst. I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he grew when his you hair. See up. him on that bow with his long hair. That's the, well, you're asking what my first thought was. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen anything happen yet. I see Jeff on a boat. Well, I think Cody's talking about the feeling of being like, "Oh my god, yeah, that was, it's back." That, that was the feeling. Hey, there's no wrong answer. That was know, the feeling. Right, it's right. Well, you must be you must be really enjoying this season so far because there is so much direct to camera address <laughs> thus far. He looks at you in his salt with he's his almost, sultry he's eyes. He's almost winking and then looking at the like all the cameras around and being like, "You see this? Yeah. Yeah. He looked at I'm the in camera. charge here. Tribal council <laughs> starting." He looked at the camera like, "Did you five see that, Mimi?" Yeah. <laughs> That was insane. Yeah, what if we, next time he was like, tribal council's about to start. 
Mimi's gallon. <laughs> what would you do? I'd leave Joel. Leave me? <laughs> or was that a I'm, I'd leave Joel or I'd leave comma Joel? I'd, <laughs> I'd find, leave, well. leave the apartment. So Jeff, uh, who he is a uh, big fan of the podcast. He's reached out to all of us at numerous times to be on Survivor, but we refuse until it's a um, a trio season. Guys, that's the you only reason. Come on the show. But Jeff, now now you've heard. So get in touch. That, that was him. He was just on mic. I Did was actually him? just refusing until he dropped guys from come in, come on in, guys. You were? Yeah, 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 yeah. But now that he's dropped it, I'll go on next season. I'll be on. Well, that was the tip of the iceberg, as Russell Hans would say. Yeah, yeah. What I mean, how, how do you, how do we feel about the guys thing? I mean, Evie was okay with it, and then Ricard. I mean, I, the fact that Ricard was like felt strongly about it, I was like, okay, yeah, change it. You know, like who cares? Yeah, that's generally. I feel like, I mean, I, I think Evie, you know, there's a lot of queer people who just don't give a shit and right. use, they themselves use guys to be whatever they want it to mean. And other people do find it, I guess, limiting. And I don't know, it, it just all it takes is one person to be like, yeah, I don't really like this. And if, and, but Jeff was like, yeah, I was kind of hoping for someone to say that. Jeff clearly was uncomfortable with it and mm-hmm. he didn't like it and he wanted to make something more inclusive and, Nobody wanted to, so he was like, "All right, you guys can't get mad at me. I wanted to do it, but you don't. No one wants to, so it's all good. It's you a, guys don't get mad at me." It's but a then, weird, yeah, yeah. It's a weird question to s- spring onto the players. Like, mm-hmm. even even if I didn't want that to happen, even if I was like behind Jeff's back, or even in my interview, I was like, "Why do you always say, come on in, guys?" No way would I speak up in that first initial. Oh. Initial like marooning, no, it, like absolutely just, not. They're you just probably like, just lost the CO award. Uh, I just CO's lost it right now. She would be pissed. Well, no, just <laughs> just from a strategic standpoint, like I would, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want the perception of uh, of my tribe mates because I don't know who these people are, right? Like right. I don't know if I'm on a tribe with five hands, nephews and nieces, mm-hmm. and it's just me, and that's season forty one. The monster is not. The game, but it's the Hanses. And I think it, it like, r- I think Ricard going to his tribe, Jeannie's on his tribe, she's a, uh, a, a whole has, season has a is wife. full of quick Yeah, people. there's a lot, like, he, he, Ricard got the vibe, he knows he's not going to get voted out because of, I think yeah. that's why he was able to speak up later. And I think thinking about it too, like, yeah, yeah, because you would leave that conversation, like, sleep on it. Like, I know that, like, I would think about it a lot, like, oh, yeah, what about that kind of thing? And, like, in the moment, yeah, you're not going to think about it really because, like you said, sprung on you, yeah. So later on, yeah, and I think it took a lot of courage to bring that up in front of uh, the tribe, too. But, you know, I think on both sides, I think it was courageous of Evie to say it as well. Yeah, to, to say that she that that she was okay. Well, with, I I because yeah. w- I obviously would have been very easy for any like you know straight cis person to be like, yeah, no problem, guys is all good, and but, it made me think that e- I I didn't know that I wondered if it was answer. set up because yeah. Evie was like clearly the most well not the most vis- among the most visibly queer in the cast. Yeah. And was instantly like, and obviously so every, like, everyone was just kind of looking. Everyone's over, like, huh? looking yeah, down yeah. at Abby. Like, uh, yeah, what are we exactly. And when all she waiting, gave yeah. the okay, everyone was like, "Well, I guess we're cool oh, with yeah. it too." Yeah. That would have been funny if Voce spoke up. It, yeah, I'm cool with it, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see a problem. So yeah, it made, it made me wonder if if she had been maybe in, or or they were all looking at her. I don't know, but and she's obviously someone who's comfortable talking about those issues yeah, and is yeah. wearing rainbow shorts and you know, yeah, she's literally wearing, wearing rainbow pride yeah. shorts. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 
But I, I bet she felt like a damn fool. Yeah, I think Russell after, Hans... Uh, after it was uh, changed. I think Russell Hans is a fucking jackass. And um, uh, I, I don't think that uh, anybody um, in their right mind would disagree with that statement. Even having watched uh, the three seasons of Survivor he's on and... Four? Yeah. Uh, well, including a, an Australian Survivor season, I guess. But yeah, and he, he comes off as even more of a jackass in that season. So, like, the guy's a fucking jackass, and uh, that's that's the last I'll be talking about that jackass on this podcast. You hear that? There's no way that's the last time. Yeah, no, no. Guaranteed. I'm done with Russell Hands. You hear it? This you, is you the tip of the iceberg. You you brought up Barner at the start. Yeah, <laughs> I have no doubt that Joel will bring up more people who we don't want him to bring up. Well. <laughs> No, I'm done. I'm done this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, Russell also tweeted that he's done making videos. <laughs> he's not making videos for this season. Oh man, everyone's gonna miss that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dumbass. It seems like Russell might have been the biggest pop of this uh, this premiere for Joel. All right, who haven't we talked about? Deshaun. All of Luvu. Yeah, pretty much. The Sean. Sydney's the pop for me. Sydney. I disagree. What? I don't even remember who Sydney exactly. is. Exactly. She's the girl who loves to travel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not what to make fun of a girl about? who loves to travel, but it, I don't she like people who boast about loving to travel. Oh, no. She's like her, her confessionals seem like vapid as all get out, but I think there's uh, I think she's going to be a, a sleeper hit. And she's on your team? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's letting the fantasy get in. No, no, yeah. no. I, I thought that, like, Nasir was, was trying to take control and create this this four. Right. And Sydney is the only That's person yeah, who yeah. said, I am not, I don't want this to be my four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make the connections, be the first person to reach out to these two guys, bring them in. Like, I'm the olive branch for these two who were just working. Mm-hmm. Now I've got them in my back pocket, and she can also work the other side. I think it was exactly the right call on her behalf, she's now there's now a target on Nasir, and there's also still a target on the guys if they want to flip that way. Like it's, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good play. Just completely letting uh, fantasy fog you because the two big pops on that tribe were Nasir and Danny. That's it. Danny was a great pop. Well, can you remind me who else is on that tribe? Erica, Sean. who absolutely crushed it in the puzzle. Right, Toronto's own Erica. Oh, the, yeah, we, the Toronto. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was cheering pretty it. hard. I was, I was hoping that she would pull it out, and, and she just demolished and it. Huge said, comeback. Yeah, she actually learned how to do puzzles at the uh, college in Dover Court YMCA. She was, she was a regular at Snakes and Lattes. Yeah, that's how. That's how she uh, she she shouted that out. In her, in her confessional. <laughs> yeah, I, I must have been in the washroom yeah, yeah. when that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah imagine. But, but I would never, uh, I would never dispute anything that's said on this podcast, and I, I know it's all always true facts. Yeah, exactly. Rupert is a is is a Freddy Krueger like um, uh, dream master. <laughs> Um, but Danny was a big uh, a big pop in this one too, and a surprising one because I did say in our breakdown I was hesitant. But I used my last pick. I thought he was like a little bit like came off a little bit boring, but he didn't come off of that in the episode. I thought I thought he did come off a little bit boring, and I, I, I might agree. Yeah, all uh, all the conventionals he got were like the ones that were necessary because he was picked to do the two tasks, oh, and he like God. chose the nice wise option the safe the you know safe which is like good you know that's a strategy and that's that's a strategy so of an edit, edit, ahead, but yeah, but if if he he didn't do that everyone would lose their vote 
And that would have been fine. That would have been better than having two extra votes just floating out there that you're not in control of. And even when I, what, what I'm so shocked about, and just going back to that, that trio that I'd like to get all of your thoughts on. JD, Xander, is, Danny. Is why was there not talk about not telling their tribes that they were able to talk to people from the other tribe. Like you have a perfect exile Island situation here. Mm -hmm. You have a perfect opportunity where it's three people. You can say, Hey, like let's run our tribes when we inevitably get swapped. We'll have each other's backs. And like, let's not tell everyone that we will have each other's backs. So we have this sort of secret Alliance. Like that just seems obvious to me. And yet immediately they, go back and be like, oh, no, we met with these two people. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You never know. I don't think either the, any of the three of them are going to be the big strategic prowesses through the, through the season. I mean, JD popped a lot in this uh, episode. He's, Got a lot of time. A lot I think, of time. I think he's he's going to be tr- try and be strategic. We saw, like, he, his his lies were so little and unnecessary in the way everybody else... So I'm on the boat, my hair's flying in the breeze, <laughs> yeah. and I look over and I see two other boats just on the side. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to hear that. I, Your tribe hates you. <laughs> I have a, a thought that JD's making it far, and I wouldn't be surprised if we get a final three of JD, Shan, and Brad Reese. Brad Reese? Whoa. Well, because... Brad Reese had a confessional that I really clocked early on where he said, I've always been the right-hand man when he was talking about his father and he was talking about uh, doing his career. He said he's always been the right-hand man, which made me go, wow, Brad Reese is making it to the finals. So this is funny to me. I think he got got a third place But you think he's getting a goat at Okay, yeah, a third place edit, yeah. Yeah. Not a winning edit, just a top three. A top three edit where he's saying that, or he was saying there, he's always helping the winner. He had a confessional saying it. I just think it's funny that a four, like I'm not I'm not making fun of your take. I think it's a it's a good you can make fun of this take. take. I know, but I think it would be funny if this like 45 ish year old rancher guy he becomes the right hand man to the youngest person to ever play Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think I think Shan is looking like the winner after uh, what I've seen. Okay, uh, uh, so far I don't know, Ricard. Uh, I had this winner thought about him. Uh, be, hey, in he, our got, he didn't have a terrible edit. He, he didn't. He didn't. But and he ended up on the right side of the vote. So, but but just JD isn't the youngest to play Survivor. He's twenty, and Will was eighteen. No, he's the youngest chronologically. He uh, uh, he's the, the born born the youngest. Oh, uh, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry, the youngest. He's younger than Will right now. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I still think that that should... I mean, it's still... Yeah, Will is the youngest person to have yeah, ever yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so chronologically, like, he's the... He's just the youngest right now. He's the born, born the youngest. Like, he's the, he's the first person to play Survivor that uh, was born after the premiere of the first season. That's very exciting. Yeah. I see. And we'll be uh, right back. We'll be right back after... And we're back. All right, we're back. We're we're still talking about the guys thing off mic. Troy Zan tweeted about it as well. Fucking losers, mad about the dumbest shit. But we're also saying that Jeff was kind of patting himself on the back, which may be unnecessary. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, Coach doesn't complain about this. I don't know. Oh, Coach is in the in the Amazon right now. But I do have a I do have a question. I know we've been kind of jumping all over the place. I have a, I have a couple of things that I'm interested in hearing from. Mm-hmm. But but just right now one person from each tribe who 
popped the most for you, or who do you like the most, or 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 why? Well, well what's the question? Is it who popped the most, or who 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 do I like the most? Either. Okay, who do I like the most from each tribe? Um, who do you enjoy like watching like as a character? I'm looking forward to seeing more uh, funny Voce confessionals. Oh, very big yeah. time. I'm uh, great choice. Looking, I think Shannon Ricard. No, you can only pick one. Okay. They're on the same track. I was also trying to track. remember if they yeah, were on the same track. So Voce, his thing said healthcare professional and comedian. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I think it said healthcare comedian. Yeah. If you healthcare comedian, yeah, his, uh, his, his, his Chiron. He's, he's Patch Patch Adams. <laughs> <laughs> um, on uh, blue, yeah. Okay, I'll go with uh, with Chan. Chan looks to be, I think, going that's to be green. Uh, yeah, going to be telling. Though that's green. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. She's going to be telling that story mm-hmm. on that tribe, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and on blue, and t- who's going to be telling the story of that tribe? It, I think it's probably going to be Sydney. But who who do I like the most from that tribe? Oh fuck! You can take some time to think. Yeah. If somebody also, else wants again, to jump I forget in. who's on blue again. Yeah, well, blue was. It's hard to remember blue because they were really not featured because they they won mm-hmm. the immunity challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So, but you have Heather, Sydney, and Erica for the girls, and then Danny, Deshaun, and Nasir, Nasir. for the guys. <laughs> we loved Deshaun in our fantasy draft, but he kind of popped the least. He tonight. did not. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't love him. Hmm? I didn't pop for him in the fantasy draft. I think it's just, I'm just saying, like a lot of us did. Well, Joel, I'm saying I didn't. Okay. Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. so Cody, I don't want to that. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Cody, same question. <laughs> same question for all three. Uh, for the three tribes? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, yeah, I'd have to go Shan, even though on it, I think JD's a little bit higher for me, maybe, than. He ever. definitely popped the hardest, I think. He, I, I, well, I you, can, you can like, you can enjoy watching him, right? Like yeah. He, yeah it's very clear he's not the biggest strategic mastermind. No. But. You can still, like, he can still be your favorite to watch. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, but I'd still have to go Shan, although I really like JD. Um, I would say on the other tribe, honestly, I think, even though Nasir had, like, you know what, just him answering those questions. It's, your heart your heart wants what it wants. My heart wants Nasir. Can I, can I give the context to Mimi? Is, uh, Nasir was Cody's first pick. In the oh, Cody. But I picked him first because of his confessionals. I saw this wonder you saw, about You him. saw the first episode already? You know what his confessionals Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew he survived. <laughs> no, but because of the interviews going into it, I saw this like wonder about him. He, um, he also, um, when he speaks... Talks a lot, like he he explains a lot in his answers. Like he has the longest answers for everything. So I thought I'd get a lot of good confessionals out of him. But I love uh, I love Nasir in this episode, and I would have to go with him too. Just like seeing his smile in this picture, even it lights me up. This seems like such a sweet man. Okay, all right. Um, so Cody, for everyone, he just showed us a picture from the Survivor Instagram page. <laughs> and of, then he's, of he's currently he's currently printing it out and <laughs> is uh, laying it on his chest. I guess he's he's kind of looking for where he could get oh a tattoo. God. Yeah, Cody is Cody is emailing a tattoo artist right now. Wow! <laughs> oh my God, they're pulling up right now. <laughs> Cody is he he has gotten out his own needles. It just he is jabbing him. I think you should probably wait for the tattoo artist to get in no, here. No, 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 
no, no. Yeah. Be quick. He's, he's heating up the pen. <laughs> uh, Mimi, who do you like? Uh, I think I agree with Voce. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, th- I think Shan's going far, but I mm. like watching uh, Ricard more. Ricard? Ricard. Mm-hmm. Good old Ricard. He's, good, he's doing good. <laughs> and then uh, Danny? Yeah. Danny's nice. Danny's I don't really nice. like anyone on uh, that drive on Louvre, very yeah. much, but Danny's like nice. And he's and he, and he clearly is doing some strategy by not saying that he is an ex NFL player and yeah. you know. And uh, you know, saying do, doing protect your vote is strategy in the end. And It's true. It's true. You know you know what too is is sorry, did I cut you off on something? No. No. Okay. Um uh, I just want to make sure. Well, thanks, now we have it. So now we have you. it on camera. Yeah, you see, look to the camera like Jeff. <laughs> uh-huh. um, okay, so um, something that uh, um, so Danny and JD basically tell the same story to their tribe, other than a couple things, and JD is lying for about a couple things. It's right? the extra details that yes, <laughs> Danny. Everyone on his tribe believes him. Nobody, th- at least we didn't see nobody saying, "Oh, he's lying," but. JD has the exact same story other than a couple details. And, and some every- pretty significant pauses in between every word. Yeah. As he's trying to get his story straight. I Like, I get that he's lying, but the fact that everyone believed Danny, despite, you know, I, it's good. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I, I like, uh, I wonder if, because uh, Jeff likes to bring up these football players a lot. He loves football. So... I, I don't think that uh, Danny is as famous as a uh, a, a Brad uh, Cole Pepper or a Johnny Johnny Rocker. Are you sure? Well, we Nick, know what team John Danny <laughs> John for? Rocker was famous for the wrong reasons for baseball, yeah. but <laughs> I know, I know, I yeah. Uh, uh, I looked it up well, beforehand, but Gary I forget. I, yeah, he, he, is he, yeah, I don't think he. I mean, he he didn't play for that long. Danny, uh, yeah, I think he he went out because of an injury, right? Or? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting though. Like uh, Danny has this like when he's speaking like he feels so warm too and like he's just so chill as well that like you kind of trust him like you (laughs) you get this vibe like when he was explaining his story it's like he's so chill about this like he has no stress in the world Mm -hmm. it just this is the truth why would this man ever stress himself with trying to lie. That's what it feels like. And I think people have the, on the other, on the Yellow Tribe, people have the exact same feeling about Xander, which is the reason they all picked him to go, too. Evie yeah. <laughs> says it in a confessional, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I would say for that tribe, I might be the only one that doesn't choose Voce, but I would say that Evie was my biggest pop for that. It's, uh, a, it's, that a, it's the clear second. Uh, first, yeah, it's between the two of them. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're going to put me down. Yeah, no, not the second. No, it was the, the clear second no, I mean, choice. It's, it, no, sorry. It's, it, it was between the two of them for me. Too. Uh, could be Xander. I like Tiffany, too. Tiffany, Tiffany's yeah. great. Like, uh, the. the Honestly, the casting's great. Like you can find something to to really like about all of them. Yeah. Except Heather. Who are you? <laughs> I like Heather. I was a big but Abraham I mean, fan. <laughs> yeah, we didn't we didn't see anything from I think Heather Heather and Deshaun got the two short shrifts today. Yeah. Heather yeah. did have a nice answer to the question. I forget what she said. Yeah, I also so forget exactly. Obviously what it wasn't that memorable. What question? But she got a question at the beginning and she said something and and I her. and I remember thinking, oh, that was better than I expected from you, Heather. And then uh, she got nothing else. Yeah. yeah, Erica is maybe the third less pop 
I don't know. Yeah, she at least she got the pu- puzzle, and that's and, and then being afraid or no, mm-hmm. not afraid. Sorry, but she, yeah, she got the puzzle, and that's it. But she yeah. she did she said something. She had a, a a fun reaction to Nasir telling them about the uh, telling her about the uh, how Danny and the other guy were looking for an idol. Mm-hmm. I, I, I will say I will say that uh that I felt like a real dope when um with the with the risk your vote or protect your vote. I was like, oh okay, it's a prisoner's dilemma. And then, and I said that out loud as we were watching it, and then they proceeded to hammer that in like three times. I was going to say the same thing is that we all were like patting ourselves like, we're so smart. We studied (laughs) first year political science. We know what we're talking about. We, I I said prisoner's dilemma under my breath. I heard you say it. And then at least one person from each tribe said it. But then Xander going up is like, yeah, they, they made us play a game of chicken. I was like, that is so much more smart than what we're all saying. Yeah. Like, you know how, exactly what you're talking, you know. Cody. Don't say this dumb. It's like, oh, yeah, the classic prisoner's dilemma. And Xander's <laughs> like, yeah, they make us play a game of chicken. It's like, yes, Xander, you're right. You're right, and we're wrong. Cody. <laughs> Am I the only dumb one that doesn't know what the prisoner's dilemma is? Um, I, I knew. Okay, then I am the only dumb one. You're not dumb. Uh, you knew what it was. No, I don't. You watched it. Okay, I know what that's, it is now. That's, but that's I didn't what it is. Know before. Yeah. yeah, the prisoner's dilemma is like a thought experiment. Um, you take two prisoners and you put them into two rooms, and they don't know what the other person will say. But if you say something, you can choose to like hurt yourself, and potential. If the other person chooses to hurt themselves, you all hurt yourselves you less. Admit, you admit guilt, or you say I'm innocent. Mm. If you both admit guilt, then there's like a lesser sentence. If you both say I'm innocent, then you both let go. If one person says I'm guilty or I'm innocent and the other person says I'm guilty, then the guilty one gets way more time in prison. So it's a you have to decide if it, if you think you're both going to say I'm innocent or you're both going to say I'm guilty. And But if you say I think if you both say I'm innocent, you both still get some sort of penalty. And this in, is in how innocent people the, stay but in but prison. But it's the best option is if you both say you're innocent. But if you if one says if I if I say yeah I'm innocent, and the other person says uh, they're not or something, then I will say bad things happen. This is quite the dilemma. <laughs> they um, they I, do I, a I, trivia murder party on uh, Jackbox.tv if you ever want to play. They do a prisoner's dilemma on Jackbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I will Why say... Why did we do that during the pandemic, We eh? did. <laughs> did we? Yes. <laughs> Me and you? Didn't we? Yeah, we played the game. I remember playing a game with that. Oh. I don't remember well, which I game. I, I probably... It, did, it went right it wasn't over called my head. The, it wasn't called The Prisoner's no, Dilemma. But it's oh. like... Uh, it's uh, the money. You take the money. Um, but if everyone takes the money, then you all die and you're out of the game. I would like to think that there's a lot of listeners out there that are glad that I didn't know what it was so you guys could explain it No, to Absolutely. I'm, I'm really home, hoping that most of our listenership are like, move on, no. Joel's a fucking idiot. I don't see how anybody's no. still He's listening. He's not going to get it. <laughs> no, for anyone at home, it's just a game of chicken. That's um, all you need to know. But I do think, I really think Xander is underrated. Yeah, uh, like, I, I really, agree. I really I underrated think, him. I think, he's, I think he's actually playing pretty smart, and I think he is playing like a Fabio strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it's clear because when he gets sent, everyone's like, oh, yeah, we feel good about Xander going. And like, that's exactly the position you want to be in where people like underestimate you. They think that you're like, but is he smart enough to use you the that? most? I think well, that, allow me to bring in some is. internet lingo for a moment. It's big um, himbo energy. Okay. You know, you know, a himbo. 
I know a Shambo. Uh, <laughs> big Shambo. Well, I'll, 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 I'll tell you guys about Himbo because it's a big thing on the internet. Is It's like, it's a, well, I guess it's, I think it comes from the word bimbo, unfortunately. But what it means is a, it, the, it's used Drop to refer to men who are come on in. sort oh, of see, go- dumb, attractive, and really nice. Like golden retriever energy of, of that type of man. And mm. he's blonde, so he especially has it. But uh, I would say, I, I think you, if you search uh, Xander and, and Himbo on Twitter, I think I'm not, I don't think I'm alone in this assessment. Yeah, yeah well. Or I will be for the remainder of the season. We we'll were see. getting some of these judgments in the house of them, too. Like Colin, um, uh, who's been on the show before, wasn't listening to a single thing Xander was saying. But every time he got done spoken, or speaking, uh, Colin was like, that guy's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and to be fair, the edit has set him up like that because, because of Voce. Right, Voce put him into the. You'd have to be an idiot to to do that, and then Xander Xander did it for me. For me, Xander wasn't the pop of uh, Yasa. Uh, Vo- uh, while I love Voce's confessional, and I I hope for more every episode. Uh, it, it was Evie for sure. She's she's killing it. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's killing it in a way that that I certainly didn't expect um, previously. But here's my my fear with Evie, and Evie was, as everyone knows, is my winner pick. But. Um, Oh yeah, I forgot that from before the season. Mine's Genie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, she's being set up as this strategic person that I can just see, like, and maybe, uh, maybe Evie and 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 David are the Wendell and and uh, Dom of the season, or maybe Voce's gonna snip her Achilles tendon. Maybe it's the Zeke and David Wright of the season. Voce yeah, exactly. is on the outs on that tribe. Really? Yeah, he was in the middle. No, he... Tiffany's they, the one on the outs. There was a group of three of them that were saying, we're 50-50 on Voce. Yeah, sure. So, I mean... He definitely doesn't have Xander vibes. Yeah. He doesn't have Xander. Xander's we can golden. Trust him. No. Zan, who's the next one out? It's probably Voce. I don't know all about that. It depends. It depends how much uh, Evie feels bonded with Tiffany, because she did say, Tiffany's somebody who I want to go far with, and if Evie's running the show, then it's... It's who's she gonna? Who does she want? Right? Oh, we should also bring up that Liana did get quite a few confessionals tonight. Yeah, too. that shows how memorable Liana is. Yeah. That uh, this is the first time I remember I don't she even was on the show. What I, I she think was she, on. The, the confessional she got was like agreeing with other people. Yeah. So well, I, don't, I don't remember much. Joel's either. second pick. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I liked her. I guess. <laughs> um, uh, Oche was your first. Don't try to say it was Evie. I, I she was my third, and it was a good pick, but. Um, uh, so who was I talking about? Yeah, what tribe <laughs> is Liana on? Liana's on the yellow yeah, tribe. So. Oh. so this is who she reminds me of right, is, uh, Elizabeth. Right. So that's why Evie's running it. If Evie gets yeah. Tiffany and Evie gets, I honestly think Voce's on the outs on this tribe. You're right. You like, know, I mean, like, and I think, I think Evie's closer with Xander. Like she trusts Xander more yeah, than Voce. Totally. But so, I think, I think Evie is in a similar position as Shan is in Ua. Yeah, yeah. Can I just go back to the Liana thing that I was going to Please do. Um, she reminds me of David versus Goliath for the Jessica Pete vote, where um, uh, it's supposed to be um, Lyrsa, but Elizabeth Olsen decides, no, I don't want it to be Lyrsa. So, Elizabeth she, Olsen? Yeah, that's her name. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant yeah, you missed, not, I was hoping you misspoke the, uh, and you were just had Elizabeth Olsen on the mind. No, I mean, I'm always thinking about her, but um, uh, uh, Elizabeth... Elizabeth Olsen is my Jeff Probst. To, I see. Yeah. I understand. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's actually her last name. Because of the Spike Lee movie Old Boy? Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's unanimous there. Um, uh, but um, so they want Learson to go home. One. But Alilis uh, uh, Olsen decides, um, no, I want. Let's let's pick somebody else. Let's pick maybe Jessica or somebody, and then everybody else kind of makes the vote happen. And that's sort of what happened with Leanna tonight. It was like her that seemed to have a problem with Tiffany going home, and then she brings it up with Evie, and then Evie is the one who makes everything change. So she's the brains behind the the up. Operation. Yeah, I don't think you can operation. sell anyone on that. Well, no, Leanna well, is going to be the merge idea, boot. But Evie is the, the one, one that convince. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. I feel yeah. Like Evie's Evie's the one that can make everything move, but Leanna was the one that sort of was like, "Hey, how about this? I like I like Tiffany though. Like that's okay. how it was sold to us. Sure, I'm just saying how it was showed to us. Sorry, Leanna, for not talking about you sooner. Mm-hmm. And sorry for the way everybody treated you on the draft episode. I was standing up for you, and I still will. Awful pick. Moving on, uh. <laughs> uh, uh, so, something else that I wanted that I wanted to get your thoughts on, and that I think is cool, is the uh, the dice. They're basically just saying, "Hey, everybody gets an advantage. You get an advantage. Right. You get an advantage." How many sides does a dice have in order for it to be a one or sixteen point seven percent chance? Six. Six. Is that six? I think that's is that one hundred divided by six? Am I stupid? No. What one in one in six is one in six is. Uh, 16.7. Wow. Cuz it's half of 33.33, right? Oh yeah. So does okay. that mean that's one in 3? Right. I didn't I didn't I didn't really try with the math. I was I'm, just okay, like what's I'm, that number? I Voce got his uh, moment in the sun. Yeah, freaking mm-hmm. neurosurgeon. Yeah, he's uh, gone next and week. And Jeff called him Mr. Math. Mr. Math. It's Dr. Math. Better than Mr. Man. Yeah, he's he's the Christian of the season. No, yeah. no, okay. I hope so. Nasir is the Christian of the season. Only okay. Christian is the only Christian, yeah. and I really love Christian. And I, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna uh, give yeah. that. Give that title up no. lightly. Yeah, not fuck, to fuck Mary. Fuck Mary. Kill Voce. Probst. Hubicki. Oh my gosh! Easy. Kill Easy. Voce. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah. Fuck yeah, Probst. Mary. Mary Christian. Are you kidding me? That's Easy. the obvious answer. Easy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's. Pre- I might switch the Probst and Hibiki thing. But this dice. I, I understand that too. That was why I was like for a second. Eh. Yeah, the dice. Yeah. Oh, can I? Can I get kind of nitpicky and maybe um, stupid for a second? Oh, just, just for a second. To yeah. Explain dice. <laughs> no, I just want to know. Just for one second. Okay, tell us when that happens it so does, we know. Is the number six? The set amount, or is it going to be five when there's five people left, and when there's big, when there's like a fourteen person tribe, is it going to be like fourteen people? No, four, no, one it's, a one in, it's a one in six dice. every time. Uh, yeah, so that yeah, mean yeah. only six people. So when there's fourteen people on the tribe, if they merge a fourteen, it can only six people play the dice. No, they're rolling a dice. No, every, no, no they put not, everyone has an opportunity to roll the dice, and it just okay. Everyone has a dice in their pocket. I for some reason thought they they. Play the dice and then pick something out of a bag. Uh, that's that's the way it, that's the way it seems to me as well. Like they just drop the dice into this little container and yeah. then they reach in to pull out a thing. It would make more sense if they rolled the dice and one said safe and and one didn't. Um, but I, I well, also then what does the dice determine if you're reaching into a bag? I think it's. Ju- I thought it was just like a token. <laughs> I, but I, I'm with. Did they I'm call with it you, dice? Joel. I thought they were literally they dice? Yeah. rolling a dice. If it lands on that number. You're safe. Uh, yeah, that's what. Or like there was a. There's one side of the dice that it's, that is is a big safe, and mm-hmm. everything else is big X, and and you're you're screwed. That was my impression. Maybe we got to rewatch uh, it. Who's right reaching now. into a bag? I mean, they showed like the the there graphic was, was they you put the dice into a thing, then you reach into a bag to grab a piece of paper, 
and he, you unroll it, and it says safe on it. Oh, Maybe. so it's just a little token of, of, of your chances to, to indicate that it's a one in six chance. I think so. Maybe okay. there's one I of those. I think that's the significance of it, because I, I was also wondering if, like, the first person goes and takes it out, well, then does the order of the, the tribal matter? Or, but I, I think, think they refresh the, ba- the I bag. think they refresh it as well. I think that's what you were asking kind of too, Joel, right? What are those, what are those OK Go... Or um, Pee Wee Herman's breakfast in the morning things called the... Uh, Rube Goldberg Rube machines? Rube Goldberg machines. Maybe they put the dice into a Rube Goldberg machine that goes all the way around and like, okay, go plays a song. Yeah. And Rupert it- is waiting with his mouth open. <laughs> it lands into Rupert's mouth. He runs through a tie-dye factory um, <laughs> grabbing pieces of paper, right? Yes. Those are the six sheets. Mm-hmm. He throws them up into the air. Tony catches it in his spy nest, Yeah, uh, throws it to Jeff Probst, who bungee jumps down, finally getting his bungee jump stunt on a in, jet, goes on a jet ski, catches one of them in the air, and then presents it. Chris, with, yeah. I'm sorry, but this podcast isn't meant to be silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, it's out of character for me, and I apologize to all the listeners for, for, for wasting your time. And trying to make this podcast a silly one. <laughs> Can I just say that uh, instead of Rube Goldberg, the thing that was in my head was calling it a brick and mortar machine <laughs> that's a that's a that those are words yeah, yeah i know but yeah. what is brick and mortar then like if you have a brick and mortar shop it means you have an actual storefront shop it's instead of just like made an out online, of brick well, and mortar possibly but so a physical it's a physical like place so what if um you put the you put the dice in the thing, and now you have a, a small business to run. <laughs> oh, that'd well, that's be good that's business. one of the six sides. You don't yeah. we we it's haven't revealed <laughs> what <laughs> the other you, six, you, what the other five you are. You win a Long John Silver <laughs> franchise. <laughs> you are now a franchisee of a Long John Silver in Wisconsin. The the one thing I'll say about the dice is that it really seems like it's set there to prevent you. Um, from playing like Brad Reese did of telling you Absolutely. who you're voting for. Yeah, I, I think I think we're going to see that blindsides are going to be more important uh, this this season, if if you can even say that. Uh, and I also think it was I was getting really excited because I thought, okay, maybe the play here for Sarah, uh, Ricard, and Shan would be to get JD to try to take that shot and to. Because you don't get to vote, right? So if you can convince somebody that they're on the outs and they need to take that shot, and what would have otherwise been a tie vote, you now have the numbers because they decided to risk it, and you can then take them out. Like, it's another way to get people to vote themselves off. And so just for the fact that that sort of number play could exist, that kind of excites me. I hope we see that. I, I was hoping we'd see it tonight. I was like, oh, is that what they're doing? We're going to end up getting like a Ben situation where they survive every travel council by taking this risk yeah. constantly. Oh, oh, do they did they not just get one shot? I think they just get one shot. That's what I they assumed. They get to with do it forever, baby. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Do you know this for sure? Yeah, they throw no, he the doesn't. they throw the dice up against Jeff. You're not allowed to be silly. And it says safe. Are you I'm trying being to make serious? <laughs> Um, is Ricard going to get in trouble with Brad and JD and people back at camp for throwing out Brad's name at tribal council? Well, Brad looks like he's hiding in the woods trying to creep on some people. And Tony. also, I feel like Brad is a forgiving guy. Yeah. He's like I, throwing people's names in front of their face. Like if someone yeah. tries to vote, he's like, yeah, man, that's the game. I, I think Ricard saved himself from JD. 
That's saved himself from JD. Yeah, yeah. By yeah, telling that JD, that was my take at the the start because he whispered mm-hmm. into JD and Shan's ear, uh, saying Brad. And even though JD right. didn't think that was a good idea, he still trusts Shan. And Ricard went to them to run it by, and only them. Okay. But I am excited to see Brad run, run. I don't know what yeah, else, I but think just that run must be a task he's got. He might yeah. go full Ben. See Brad run. That's the title of the next episode. Uh, is it really? Oh no, I think it's um, it's got something to do with juggling chainsaws. That's actually the title of the next episode. Juggling chainsaws. What's what movie is that in? Is I don't know. It? I is think it's it? just a traditionally difficult oh. thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, there, in Mandy, he fights. He has a, a chainsaw, and then the other guy has a bigger chainsaw, and then they do a sword fight. I don't think there's juggling though. But anyway. Um, I want to talk about how Tiffany was looking for an idol or something and then walked right past the tree that uh, Jeff Probst hid something in. I mean, to be fair to Tiffany, uh, she was probably looking for an idol-sized thing, and that's a little piece of paper-sized Yeah, crack. don't they usually have a little, like, color that well, is the color of the truck? Well, you clues, too, though. I don't know if there have been clues to a hidden immunity idol for a long, long time, but I, I agree. There's always sort of some advantages that was a good, that was a good shot. Colors though, you think like isn't there is like a, you see you, they're looking for like a flash of red in the forest. Yeah, I mean like they used a lot of string in David yeah, versus right? Goliath. That's what they were doing. Yeah. There. That's like what I'm Davey thinking of. Maybe it. Yeah. which maybe and screws in, you if you're the green team. Millennials versus yeah. Gen X, <laughs> and Carl with his little uh, painted coconut. Yeah. Um, uh, do, you, do we think that that Jeff Probst thing was filmed after the fact? Do you think that was a little trickery? Or do you think they actually filmed that? Yeah, you, that was actually. The are hiding. you accusing Jeff of not actually putting the immunity in there? Well, was I, was the camera guy zooming in on the tree branch, or was that a digital zoom done after the fact? You're or the post production person. Well, I was paying. Uh, I to think go, they give, they give a little. They get a little, a little flash. Well, they, yeah. they they did add a flash, but what he was pointing it at the tree. I think when she was not on screen after oh. she had left left the frame. So I think the camera person must have. Well, known. it was probably was in there at the time. But did we? Oh like, yeah, that that but he for that him, sort yes. of like for that flash, the f- sake of flashbacks. Hey, let's have Jeff do the thing here. I feel like no. it, they may have filmed it on every beach mm. just to to potentially yeah. set up whatever okay. whatever they needed in case somebody found it in the first. Like that's probably what I would do. Or they they wouldn't bother with the setup. Some you know, goddamn trickery. Happening. That was the only thing that displayed what we know, but they don't. That he said he said at the start that we're gonna know a lot more that they don't know, yes. and that was the only thing that displayed it. And I guess it was a fun little Easter egg, but this isn't gonna like really change my experience. But, and then there was the kid yes. puzzle. Speaking on of Easter the, eggs, uh, there's a, a puzzle for kids to solve or us the to ice solve. Cream? What young was it? Survivor. Fa- we're young. What was that? We're should young. We, <laughs> should we check out Survivor uh, G G W G? You trying to look up the. Uh, Answers? Is this why he was encouraging high schoolers to ask their parents if they could go on Survivor last year? Like, what is this pull for young yeah, people? Yeah, I think he's always wanted kind of younger, younger. He likes getting younger audiences involved. Is um, that for dem- for for audience like demographics? Like, we are our audiences trending older as our as our as maybe. our show ages? But the key uh, demographic for television is eighteen to forty nine. So you wouldn't really need the young. Well, unless you want them to grow into being Survivor. Yeah, fans, like a, like like JD. Like JD did, like like faith, uh, family, like and Joel survivor. E. Hmm? like Joel E. Joel E. Yes, yeah. he did that. <laughs> J E. 
Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so the, what was it? I, there was an ice cream cone, this puzzle? Yeah, it's just a little puzzle. I think, uh, I don't know. I, it's I not assume, for us. It's, I assume it's just a fun little puzzle for, for, for a kid to do, and you can connect it all throughout the season. It. Maybe, yeah. maybe, do you think that Eric It's during a challenge, your favorite part. What? When? They panned down to like the second floor of the challenge. And it said, go visit Survivor oh, D, whatever. And there was a picture of like an ice cream cone. It's like, seemed like a kind of a simple algebra thing. I was like, why the hell are they panning to the side of the wall? Well, it was, it's like uh, in uh, Game Changers when under underneath uh, Michaela, there's a secret advantage. There they was want, two. They want people to look at it. <laughs> right. So Eric is going to see it, the puzzle master, and be like, okay, I remember this from Snakes and Lattes. Yeah, may- maybe, the, maybe this puzzle, though, does tell us something that we didn't know. Maybe the puzzle is like, it reveals there is a immunity idol under the fire. Shit, now we have to be on top of it if that's... Let's if we, let, when we get home, if, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we need yeah. to podcast properly. We need to figure out. <laughs> well, these but what, but what needs to happen when the you're two gonna, you, get, when you home get home? You're going to podcast properly. Is that you need to have a competition in true Survivor fashion, and then next week we can uh, we can see who won, who solved the puzzle the quickest. I'm down. You know what's funny? Like, because was the the picture was like two lions' heads, right, or something? You didn't even see it. <laughs> You're it trying ice to act cream, like there was lions. No, no, no. There's two lions. Heads. We were it playing a bunny. game before we right? played. No, were there hyenas? There's two lions heads, and I was like, "Are you sure that wasn't Garfield?" When it panned down and it was two lions heads, I was like, "Oh, it's a double tribal council." Because I didn't listen to Jeff before. Honestly, get out of here. <laughs> you are the worst and I person was like, wow. I've ever met. Well, that that was what told I me. I don't know if you want us to take you seriously at any point. Why the hell not, Joel? I don't know. I like I, I like I, I want to take you seriously, man. I'm really taking do. you very seriously. I've never taken you. Cody seriously in my whole life. Hey, my team did very well on fantasy tonight. Yeah, I fantasy asked, doesn't really matter in the end, uh, unless we start playing for like a it, lot of. Cash. It stands for a lot for Survivor IQ. That's true. Being able to assess the situation beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm like casting right now. I'm numbers popping in my mm-hmm. head. He's he's like Russell Crowe in the in a beautiful mind. Mm-hmm. I'm like Russell Crowe, Joel. He needs to be on. <laughs> and I'm about to be like a Russell Crowe. Fucking Crow Russell Crowe in real life. Okay. Am <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Anyway, are there are there any uh, other other big moments that we wanted to? Um, I, w- I was happy to talk about the dice. Uh, that was my exciting revelation. Mm. That was probably my biggest excitement of the episode of What's to Come. Jeff wasn't hiding a mu- an, and a, an immunity song there, right? <laughs> yeah. So her song was just like every time I'm doing that, and and that kind of sold it in a way that like her telling JD that if she te- if anyone brings up her, her his name, she'll tell them. But and her singing that song over that was kind of undercutting. This relationship that ended be ended up being the big kind of uh, sink or swim of the vote um, well, at tribal council. For him and and then was that just a funny way. editor choice, or uh, was that a poor editor choice, or was that uh, telling of things to come? Foreshadow of her blindsiding JD, perhaps in the next episode. Let's get to predictions, perhaps. Uh, yeah, because I already predicted it's going to be Brad Reese is going to be in the finals. Okay, let's vote. Let's let's predict. Who you think is going to tribal and who's going home? Yeah. You so go, next you go, week or in general? Next week. Oh. Go ahead. God, one tribe. 
I think that uh, we're going to be seeing Brad Reese go home. Okay. Uh, Yasa just seems like such a mess to me. Yasa does? Yeah, in terms of... Uh, in terms of their challenge performance so okay. far, yes, that I that's true. I don't because Ua was really in it. It was just that one they missed the puzzle piece, right? Mm-hmm. If they hadn't missed the puzzle piece, probably they would have won the puzzle. Which sucks for Sarah. Yeah, looking back, she was great. They were it, doing well at the puzzle. It was it was fucking Evie that was really bad at the puzzle. She should have been. We're going by puzzle. I mean, I know it's different tribes, but still. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I know I just said Brad Reese, but he's my prediction for the finals, too. Yeah. Well, yeah at least you're going to get one of them. What the? F- you called yourself out on that one. <laughs> I know. I needed to backtrack, so I got an actual prediction in here. I think Voce is next week. Okay. Yeah. Convenient after I just point out Yasa being terrible at... at well, I... I <laughs> challenges. I got to get it in my head here, you know? I I didn't think about it. I needed to yeah, take. You, I needed, you needed to take somebody a day. To, to tell you. I needed to sleep on it, like Ricard, and bring it back up later. <laughs> I've thought about it now, and it's Voce. You needed to take a Jamal shipment midday midday nap. <laughs> I, <need to, laughs> uh, I, I don't know that. if it's Voce. I think it might be Tiffany. I just think uh, I think Voce's got legs, okay. and I'm and I'm really rooting for him. But I think also we're going to see Brad Reese go off the rails and. Uh, I hope he sticks around. Stick you know to the me, plan. I got to be a Brad Reese boy all season. It seems like I'm committed. Meme? I think Evie's going to get blind, or Evie's going to get blindsided a Ooh. lot sooner than we think. Next week? I'm getting like Sophie mm-hmm. in Winners at War vibes from Evie. Okay, but next week? Yeah, as I, I think it's sooner than the merge. Okay. Sophie made it deep, though. Okay, yeah, but I'm just... I'm, I'm, she's I a think she's, she's smart, and she knows she's smart, but I'm not... I think she's... N- She's uh she's who who was on uh, Island of the she's Molly. I don't I haven't Molly seen Shi- Molly Shipman? No. Yeah, Molly, Molly Shipman. Uh, her and Jamal Molly Byman. Molly yeah. Byman. We were really we were really high on her to be the winner. People then, people who think that their degree is like that much more interesting than anything else, you know, I, I think she thinks she's smarter than she is. I think she's cool and smart and I like queer people on Survivor. Woohoo. Uh I think she's gonna get blindsided. Yeah. Okay. I, I do think it's strange at how many people are love their jobs so much that they think their jobs are always like a threat. Mm-hmm. And my job is too interesting. Mm-hmm. I can't tell them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand with Danny. I don't. Well, the NFL player. I do. I do understand with Danny. He's a millionaire yeah. already, and they're not going to want to give him the money. Like same Mike with White. neurosurgeon, though, right? They didn't give Mike White the money yeah. because of that. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, was, but th- that's. The I thought thing. I thought you were giving it well, like Mike White. Even, like a sarcastic one? Even, I know you weren't now. Yeah, I wasn't. Like playing Too NFL, <laughs> even if you only played it for a short amount of time, you get paid a lot of money. I was looking it up. Like Dan- Danny's only 33, so and technically he's still a free agent. Uh, he was signed by the Dallas Cowboys I, in 2010. Coaching a, a good college football team, I assume, also, given, I don't know, the industry of, of college sports, you know, I feel like that's probably pretty well paying. Yeah. Hmm. So my prediction... I think I <laughs> want to build. I want the Luzu tribe. Not want. I also Luzu. What are they? He wants them to Luzu. Oh, <laughs> what are they? Who are they? Luvu. Luvu. They're about to Luzu. Yeah. yeah. Lu Luvu. Um. Uh, Luvu. I love them, but uh, they're about to Luzu. <laughs> and I think uh, that Nasir is going to go home. Mm, that's Come a, on. That's a now. good pick. Yeah. Sorry, man. 
What the hell? You said my winner pick was going to go home. No. Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty convinced by that uh, that prediction. Yeah? The yeah. Nasir? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, the, fact, the fact that we didn't see that much of him lately, I mean, it shows. You know, we they're, did. They're, we didn't see that much of that tribe. And we, the one thing we saw is that Nasir's on the, the tippy bottom. But I just think, I, I said it in the pre-assessment, I think Luvu was, is, was the strongest tribe. And yeah. They were so strong that they even pulled themselves halfway, dragging a giant anchor behind them. Yeah. Think about that, Joel. Yeah, that was funny. And they're they're still clipped in. But they still, like, almost made it to the buoy. And And Deshaun and Danny still made the water challenge, even though they were looking for an idol half the time. Powerhouses. Why are you giving me a hard time? I'm I, I'm sorry because you I attacked Nazir. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, you I mean that's to... fair. His response is measured and appropriate. No, I wasn't attacking it because of because of your devotion to him. I was attacking him because of what we saw in the episode. It, I just request okay, I, that next time you get mad at the editors. Don't I get just mad at request me. that next time you come after Nazir, at least be rubbing my head the whole time <laughs> to comfort me, okay. so I don't blow. I'll stand up and reach across the table and rub your head like this. Is that good that's actually great this year sucks so fucking much well luckily um (laughs) cody your tattoo looks great they just finished up and uh, he's got it he's got the biggest smile and who is that doing your tattoo over there hello (laughs) it's it's me Rupert, I haven't done this since Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Rupert is uh, you're you're having a good time tonight. Rupert, ah! It's been such a long time that you've you're borderline. I forgot how my voice is. Yeah, yeah. We're getting there. Oh uh, my god! I like that you also added uh, that Nasir was uh, holding Balboa as yes, as part of the tattoo. Snake. My my old snake that uh, died on the island. Yeah. Um, uh, I just thought maybe that he saw him on the island and dug him up. Oh, because it's the same island? Uh, yes. Well, actually, Jeff Probst did this as a favor to me. Uh, every time they film a new season of Survivor, he ships it. <laughs> they moved uh, Balboa's they grave. So, Bal- so Balboa has moved from uh, the, the beaches of Pearl Islands to, uh, you know, Samoa. And uh, everywhere. Other places. Other, Nicaragua. All these places, yes. Hey, uh, Rupee. Hey, been a while. Yeah, yeah, I miss you. I'm glad that you still found a way into my house. Yeah, I disguised myself as a CD tattoo artist from Craigslist. <laughs> that's why that's you were so in character. That's why your your voice was. Yeah, was I even a gave shifty. myself all these tattoos. Take a look. Yeah, what I, do you see? Those are real. Then who's right? that right there? Is that is that is that Cody's face? Oh, that's my wife. Oh, <laughs> my wife Laura Bonham. <laughs> we look similar. Yeah. We look similar. <laughs> uh, uh. I, uh, Rupee, I feel like this was a long con, um, but I want to know. Uh huh. Did you watch the episode tonight? Come on in. I did. Oh, you're okay with it. I'm okay with it. Russell is a is a is a jackass. Uh, and I knew that from the moment I saw him, and that's why I trusted him, <laughs> and that's why I, I convinced JT to give him his idol. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I bet it makes sense to you, though, Rupert. Yeah, so. in a way. Um, uh, but uh, I would say that uh, Russell tweeting all that stuff is the uh, the the Titanic shipping of his YouTube channel. I'm, I'm glad that you are bringing this up, Rupee, mm-hmm. because Joel said he would never bring it up. So I'm glad that you're <laughs> you're the one doing it. Uh, Somebody has to. If, if Joel stopped, 
I know I I don't have much of a relationship on this with him on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he never talks when I'm here. All oh, right, because I put him asleep and I I haunt his nightmares. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a dream master. Is that right? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean that's that's what you've told us at least. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm currently giving him a nightmare uh, about uh, Jeff Probst sleeping with his girlfriend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he may wake up and find that to be the reality as well. I, I also you got anything to say for yourself. <laughs> Oh, sorry. What were we talking? I was a little busy. Sorry. <laughs> what were you doing? Texting Jeff Probst? N- n- where's Joel? You, she was doing the. <laughs> sorry, I looked at her phone. She was doing the game within a game on her phone. <laughs> Rudy's <laughs> men are dragging. Or off she, Joel or right she's now. ordering ice cream on Uber Eats. Um. Oh, you want to talk about Rudy? <laughs> I'm just saying that his men's his men are uh, dragging off Joel. Right yeah, now. yeah. Rudy is still a ghost. Uh, but he's more like a vengeful ghost right now because uh, I keep pissing him off. Hey, Rupee. Y- yeah. Rupee and Rudy. Y- yeah. Who uh, who would you have gotten along with this episode? Who would you have lined with? <laughs> who do you think? Yeah, Brad Reese. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he, exactly. We're on the right uh, late wavelength right here. Yeah. I don't know why I even asked. Rudy, Rudy and Ricard would be would be tight though. Oh, for sure. He would He would call him a couple things that maybe he shouldn't have, but, uh, you know, they would still get along. <laughs> they would. <laughs> they, that's what the, the Rudy did on the island with, with, with Richard. I'm not making anything up here. Uh, Rudy said words. Did he not? Uh, Ruby, I'd love for you to stay, but honestly... No, I actually these, can't. Yeah, these COVID guidelines, this I got is a capacity a, of four, so... No, I, I know, and I don't have a vaccine. Well, it's actually a capacity of five, but I think there's someone under the table right now. Oh, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> here, I thought that was Joel who was asleep, but uh, no. <laughs> apparently we got someone else. No, I'm here. I'm, I'm under the table. I'm in my spy shack, man. Now, are you happy that Brad Reese is going to be taking a page out of your book yeah he'd be, be hiding i'm actually in his ear i shrunk the whole season i shrunk like a, <laughs> like ant-man so if brad reese wins it'll actually be your third win yeah that's what i'm going for i i wish i picked someone else though <laughs> yeah maybe not not a, not the greatest this was a bad idea i thought he was the guy back-to-back wins though that sounds pretty sweet my huh? new spy shack is inside brad reese's ear <laughs> that's a nobody would look for it I know, and nobody does. Not even Jeff. I wish people were looking for me, man. My wife, at least. She would not know idea where I was. Do you at least have two tiny, teeny tiny pebbles that you can kiss every night before you go to sleep? Yeah, I have two little coconuts. In Brad Reese's ear. Yeah, the, well, they're full-sized, actually. Yeah, that's why I was shocked. Yeah. Were, you, were you on one of those pebbles that they were drawing to see who would go to the island? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't. I was in Brad Reese's ear. I was actually taking a nap at that time. Oh, I was taking a Jamal Shipman midday nap. You didn't even help him choose which one to draw. I didn't know. I the fucking boat pulls up right just as I get some shut eye. <laughs> this oh, is this out. is the first time you've seen it, eh? The boat? Well, because you're watching the, it back. The you episode, were yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the first time we saw it. Wow. You good. feel like you could see more watching it on TV than you could inside that ear. Yeah, honestly, I had no idea what was going on. I just could hear what what Brad was saying. Well, well n- now, Tony, did did you have to sign a NDA 
because I feel I hope you aren't like breaking anything by telling us this. Well, I posted a, I posted an Instagram photo of me and Kara from season <laughs> from season thirty seven. In oh, Brad no. Reese's ear, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I, I invited Kara. Wow. You, you might get a ear. white lotus, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I won't be invited to the fucking finale though. I I watched the White Lotus though. Good show. I thought it was just. I thought it was a bunch of fucking bullcrap, man. <laughs> no, no. I'm more of a Nine Perfect Strangers guy. Mike White, uh, fan of the show, is uh, not going to be happy to hear that. The Mike White Lotus? Fuck off. That's what if I made a show called The Velacho Lotus? I'd watch it. The Tony Velacho's Lotus. That sounds pretty good. Velacho, Velacho Lotus. Well, uh, Tony, honestly, it's, it's an honor to have you on here. Of uh, course. Two, two I'll be here now. every time. Every time? Every week. Wow I'm and happy was, to have you back It was flattering to hear um, uh, Rupert say that he's cheering for him Because I thought Rupert hated me, man Why? Why? Well, because he sent Rudy after me <laughs> oh. He sent the ghost of Rudy after me Do you think it's because all, all throughout COVID You've been living in Rupert's ear? Well, I was living in Rupert's spiderweb When he was spider Rupert just... If you remember that how could we forget? Yeah. Well, because I, I, I was tiny. I'm an ant, right? I get caught in the spider webs. I mean, that tracks you. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. would. Yeah. Go on, sorry. Has the ghost of Rudy been chasing you around on my fucking house during this? On your house? All around my house? Mm, no. No? Where were you then? Uh, Lake Ontario. Just in the middle? Yeah, on the, on the, the ferry the to, to Toronto Island. Well, it sounds like you've had a really tough time, Tony. I bet we're we're going to get through this. Don't worry. If you have any, if you have any unanswered questions, I will get to this at the end of every one of the episodes. I'll be here. Don't worry. Well, you heard that. Um, merge boot heads. Make sure to write your your questions for Tony in the comments, and he will answer them. Did every you like time. all the times I I said no a no but? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say yes or and. <laughs> you just stare me deep in the eyes. And no. said, how are you going to like this one? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Tony, one last thing before you go. Um, Actually, course, but speaking of ghosts, that, that, that ghost CBC, CBS show looks good, eh? Go you, on. You sorry. like that one? Yeah, it looks good. I, ho- the, I hope I've seen every, in the commercials, I hope I don't want to see any more actors. Okay, that <laughs> seems like a lot of actors. Yeah, I don't want to see one more. Too big of a cast. Too big of a cast. If I see anyone else, especially that I recognize, I'll, I'll fucking explode like the, your TV did from how excited you were to watch the show. Uh, Tony, uh, I'm excited to talk to you in two weeks then. Um, but I want to know, two-time winner, Tony, before you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, stop trying to crawl out the window now. Okay, okay. Before you go, you're a two-time winner. Yes. What's your winner pick? You got the knowledge here. I mean... Who is Tony cheering for in Survivor 41? It was Brad Reese's ear is who I'm really cheering for, but I guess... Uh, but I know... But you, you were seeing you were blowing it, right? Well, I did read, uh, I did read Liana's uh, Liana, bio. You're going Liana. <laughs> Le- Liana's bio. She's the only one that mentions me. <laughs> okay, you're going Liana Wallace. Well, All right. I guess it won't be three-time winner, Tony. Thanks for stopping by. You should be calling me Tiny Velachos now instead of Tony because of how <laughs> small I am from the Ant-Man thing. Okay, Tony. But I can't reverse Ant-Man. I can't get big. Well, I'm sure uh, you can just uh, live inside Rupert's, Rupert's ear. Rupert's? Rupert's ear. 
I, I think Joel's You forgot the up. second R there, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Sorry for being mean. All right. Uh, uh, I guess I'll get going. Joel! I'm going to crawl back into the woods. Hey, guys. Are you awake? Yeah, I had a I had a sexy nightmare. Thank God you were sleeping. <laughs> you would not believe what just happened. Yeah. Uh, was Rupert and Tony here? And <laughs> well, you might believe it. That's then. usually what happens when I fall asleep on and this podcast. And you would be disgusted to hear that... Uh, Russell was brought back up in the podcast. Ah, uh, that's not allowed. This off limits. And Jeff Probst was that. here as well. Was he? Tell me all about your dreams. <laughs> or you can tell me later will, in, in explicit detail. I will, I will. Um, anyway, what else do we want? Oh, so he's just, he's dropping the guys. There's no other gender neutral thing he can say, folks, people, uh, everyone. The, as a person who is a fan of generally gender inclusive language... I think folks would be taking Survivor, but too far. Come y'all? on in, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, how about, y'all. How about, let's, let's try and get creative here. Come on in, you Chevrolets. I liked, uh, during the show, you said, come on in, you babies. Yeah, come on in, babies. Um, What's your idea, Chris? My idea is just to say, come on in. Okay. Come on in, you dummies. Come on yeah. in. Come on come in, on Garfield, on. Odie, John. Come on in, you bag of shit. Normal. Yeah, normal. Come on Heathcliff. in. Heathcliff. It sounds good. How about this? Um, come on in, Ricard. Um, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Ricard. That, you if start saying, song. come on in, Ricard. That's the most passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Just a Ricard. <laughs> This where you want it, <laughs> Ricard. Come on in, Ricard. I no. well, when, instead of saying "come on in, babies," he should be calling the people who are mad about this stupid thing babies. Because why are you mad about this? If you're listening to this show and you're mad about the dropping of guys, who's mad about it? You're a little baby. Who's mad? About Troyzan. I think you need to Russell? curate your, no! your Twitter feed. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. And an honor, Russell Hans. Yeah, I guess okay, uh, I'll, I'll shut the fuck up. Come about on it. in, everybody. I don't know. I just get pissed off at the the people That's that good. get uh, that are babies about shit. I guess I'm I'm a baby about babies. Mm. We're a snowflakes about snowflakes. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing with uh, uh, babies is that they can't follow people on uh, social media, and that's a big problem because... Yeah, uh, we need to give babies phones. uh, Well, we need uh, our listeners to uh, follow our guests, so let's do some plugs. Do you want our listeners to follow you? You can follow me at Joel Baby uh, on Instagram with two L's. (laughs) Thank you. There's pictures of me on there. That's true. Oh, you know me, but just check out my YouTube channel if you want to talk about board games. Room and board. That's it. Yeah. See you there. And you can follow us, as always, Merge Boot Pod, Merge Boot Podcast on Instagram, Merge Boot Pod on Twitter. Give we us five stars. Give us five stars. Leave a review. And um, see you next week. And maybe we'll start a Patreon. I don't know. We're thinking about it, right? Yeah, Joel's thinking about it. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's good. it's a decent idea. If people want it, would pay for it, let us know. Would it be weird if I paid you $5 a month? <laughs> yeah, someone would. <laughs> that, that makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess Patreon. Uh, Wait, you guys make me pay to be on here every time. Do you have a Patreon for room and board? No. You should. Well, I'm waiting until I get a higher subscriber count. Yeah, well. And, and I'm producing more, more consistent content. Right, okay. Well, I think if you build it, they will come. 
Who who gave you this Patreon idea? That's what I want to know. Some guy at the bar last Just night. Fucking put it <laughs> in your ear. Some guy I've never met. Um, put it in your ear. <laughs> Russell has a Patreon. Well, I think if there's any time where we're, we should be making Patreon content, it's during a season of Survivor. We shouldn't be waiting until the off-season to start a Patreon. Well, no. No one likes us during the off-season. I think everybody should rise up and... and I was about to say I do, but I don't listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What, you didn't listen to our Hubie Halloween episode? I still haven't seen that, um, and I need to. I, I think uh, if, if, if people out there can raise their voices and say that they want to see international Survivor coverage on the Patreon, I think that would be a, a fun thing. Joel, what would you do if we got started getting one-star reviews for talking about Survivor again? Like, I joined this podcast for Hubie. Yeah, where's the Hubie Halloween? <laughs> we should... What uh, was that uh, Owen Wilson movie you did? Drill Bit Taylor? Drill... Yeah. That, that's a good I movie. I think a lot... You pulled a lot of people... A lot of Drill yeah. Bit Taylor fans. Honestly, I'm, I'm also really happy I, I stopped <laughs> listening. We did the Drillogy, yeah. <laughs> you didn't listen to the Drill Bit Taylor I, episode? I did not. It's an all-timer. That might our, have been where I stopped listening. It was our year anniversary <laughs> episode. <laughs> so if, if, if everyone's still around, um, I guess they could... We're glad you're here. Yeah. Well, Thanks there is coming, gonna, everybody. We are going to have a To Be Halloween... Um, uh, special at some point in October, so people can Tubi, yeah, like Tubi, a sequel Tubi TV. No, oh. we're we're gonna we're gonna have a sequel to our episode of the Hubie Halloween episode where we watch we'll, Hubie Halloween again. We'll see. No, I promised it. <laughs> no one wants it. No one cares about you. I do. Did I peek there? No, it was the first time that you came across on the mic. I want it. We're doing Tubi Halloween. To be or not to be. I really just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, everybody. <laughs>